Hello, good afternoon. Welcome back to Blair Podcast Episode 2, Season 3. That was the music I wanted to play for you last week, but it didn't quite work. That is, of course, the Gran Turismo um, sort of intro music, theme music. Uh, I have spoke about Gran Turismo 7, and I will do again in a minute. Uh, but there's a lot to talk about, because, you know... People are scared, I think, of the winter season. People don't like it, especially in this country. You know, we have... A lot of European countries have short championships because of the weather and stuff, so our championships don't kick off to like, April, May. Whereas other championships around the world, like Australia and Formula 1 and stuff, they kick off now in March, you know. NASCAR as well, very early. Really long season. And I am jealous of them, I am. But the winter season's aren't, you know, all that to be fearful of. There's so much going on. There's loads of news, there's loads of exciting stuff, especially at the moment with so many different things changing in championships that we spoke about last week. Um, there's so much going on, there's so many changes. Teams, drivers, new technology, I mean, hybrid's very big at the moment. I mean, every it, it seems at the moment that every major championship is going through some change, which makes these winter seasons so interesting. And then there's loads of other stuff, like drafting of new team, teams, cars, drivers, the market, uh, racetracks technology there's a million things to talk about and that's why the winter season shouldn't be feared so much i know it's not really exciting in terms of racing but there's always stuff on there's always something to watch i mean in january it has loads of stuff that you can watch like the dakar rally the monte carlo rally and uh, usually we have the bar first 12 hours coming up around in feb nascar speed weeks daytona 500 um the rolex 24 hours the dubai 24 hours the, the list is endless there's so much stuff to do and watch and there is a lot going on but of course, for if you're waiting for a specific championship, you may have to wait a bit longer. I know that I'm waiting for the BTCC to kick off, and that's still a couple of months away. So we'll have to wait and see. Um, so yeah, the I would say the official racing season has started now. Formula One has started in Bahrain last week. Not a bad race, to be honest. There were times when it was a bit stale in the middle, and as usual, it takes a safety car or something to spice it up a little bit. But overall, words are positive. I mean, I spoke about it in my blog. It's Blurred Blogs on WordPress. Is is F1 back? And when I say is F1 back, I don't mean is it back for this season. Is it back as in, is it entertaining? Is it close? Is it interesting? You know, and for me, if F1 was truly back, all 10 teams on the grid would be fighting for wins. Because what's the point of turning up to a championship if you're not going to win? You know, you've got to go into it and be the best and go for the best. I know it's not easy, especially in Formula 1, which is why I don't like it. But you need to. Uh, I would say at the moment, three teams are probably capable of winning. But I would say every team is capable of getting points, so that's something. Interesting race. Ferrari, very quick. But Mercedes aren't that far behind. Red Bull may be quicker than them. Reliability, obviously, was a factor of both drivers DNF, and that's not good. Uh, but it was really good to see a Ferrari one too. And again, I'm not going to say no to that. Uh, Mercedes weren't too far behind, and it it won't take them long to catch up. So Ferrari and Red Bull need to keep on the pace. Really, I've seen them testing some new stuff today. In fact, FP1 for the Saudi Arabian Saudi Arabian Grand Prix starts now. It's on actually right now. So we'll have to have a look and check that out when I've done this. See what's going on. Of course, testing and practice, I wouldn't read a lot into it. But it's still something to watch, isn't it? Still something to take in, some interesting things, testing. 
Then there's a lot of media and talks about what's going on. So Ferrari won. First win since... What was it? Singapore 2019. They haven't won since. Been on the podium. But they haven't won a race since then. And in that season, they won three races. And were on the podium all season. But they weren't ever in a position to challenge for the championship. This year may be different. Two very quick drivers. My money is still on Charles Leclerc out of the two of them. But very quick drivers and a 1-2. Mercedes 3-4. We're always going to be there or thereabouts with Red Bull failing at the end. Who could have finished second and fourth. Mercedes picked up another podium. Lewis Hamilton picked up another podium. They were quick, but they got a bit of luck, so fair enough. Alfa Romeo, quick. Slow start for Bottas and Joe. So they might need to work on their race starts, but their race pace was very good and they ended up finishing the points. Again, a bit of luck, but they still finished in the points. Alfa Tauri, the only Honda Red Bull-powered car to finish, and in the points, was Sonoda. So good for him. Hopefully has a consistent, more consistent season. And I expect to see Red Bull and AlphaTauri bounce back this weekend, to be honest. Alpine, nothing exciting. Inter-team battle, points. Aston Martin, dreadfully slow. Maybe the second slowest team on the grid. You know. Again, Sebastian Vettel is still positive for COVID. So he won't be racing this weekend. So Hulkenberg gets another chance at a podium. Imagine if he gets one this weekend, you know? Imagine. It's not going to happen, is it? Let's be realistic. But imagine. Ferrari, yeah, we already spoke about them. Haas, we knew their car was going to be quicker than last year. We knew because they put they were the first team to announce that they were going to move their car forward for 2022. Um, they've got some quick drivers. Shoot, Mick Schumacher almost scored points. Kevin Magnussen, consistent race, great. Racecraft, overtaking, speed, defence. Strategy was right. And a great P5. Again, a bit of luck for the Red Bulls, but still, solid start. More points they've scored in the last two years, isn't it? So, Well done, Haas. Well done. Let's, let's hope they have a consistent season. Remember, they are the only team on the grid not to win a race. So, not saying it's going to happen this year, but it, it can happen at some point. McLaren, oh, God. Very slow. Poor. Don't know what's happened there. The testing went well, but that's why I say don't always read everything into testing. Um, they were just awful. Is it worth talking about them? No. They need to sort that car out ASAP. And they're not going to be much different this weekend, I don't think. Not good for two really good drivers, I would say. So we'll see. Mercedes, we spoke about them. Russell, bit of a letdown in qualifying. He tried something different. Bounced back, fourth place, not far behind Lewis. Could be reversed this weekend. We'll see. Red Bull, say they're on top of their reliability. We will find out this weekend. They could win. They need to be winning races now. I know it's only been one race, but they need to be consistent. And throwing away a second and a fourth in the first race will bite you at the end of the championship. So they need to sort that out this weekend. I believe them. We'll see. Williams, not really anywhere. Probably still the slowest team on the grid. Put it down to lack of funding, really. Latifi. Smashed by Alban. Alban did very well coming back. Could start, could They could score points this year. There's no reason why any team on the grid won't score points this year. I expect every team to be scoring points this year. But we'll see. Whether we'll see another 2012 season, I don't think so. But we'll see. Again, that's what I compare it to. Still a long season ahead, though. 23 races still confirmed on the calendar. Um, but I'm very much looking forward to going to back to Australia. 
Albert Park. It's been revamped quite a lot. They changed a few of the turns. It'll be a different track. The cars have not been there. The drivers have not been there. No one's been there for two years now. 10th of April, be a great race. Then the start of the European season. And Imola, that's a good track. Miami, another new circuit, interesting. Also a bit weird on the calendar where it's positioned. Then the usual European leg ending in Monza. Then there's another to be a sign race, which could be Portimao. Could be... Istanbul Park, we'll see, 21st of September. Then on to the Asian Flyways. I'm looking forward to being back in Singapore. I do actually like that track. I'm very much looking forward to being back in Suzuka. We have missed that track. We have missed the fans. I can't wait to go back. It's going to be great. Uh, and then the usual ending with Mexico and Brazil and everything. It's going to be a great... If we can get all these tracks in and everything go the way it should be, it's going to be a fantastic year. It really is. So... We'll see. We'll see. Um, so yeah, I mean, there isn't really a lot to talk about Formula One. Look at we'll have to look at practice today. See how qualifying goes tomorrow. Who's my money on for pole? I mean, at the moment, it's Ferrari's race to lose. I feel like Verstappen will have something to prove after his mistake last year, because he could have got pole last year, couldn't he? But he hit the wall at the end. I'm going to say Max Verstappen on pole, but it's going to be very, very close. Very, very close. We'll see, anyway. So that's Formula 1 kind of boxed off, isn't it? Um, there were loads of big championships racing this weekend. There was a lot of stuff to watch, actually. Over in Sebring, we had the 1,000 miles kilometre race for the World Endurance Championship, and we had the 12 hours of Sebring, um, you know, for the IMSA stuff. So there was a lot going on, a lot of prototypes. Interestingly, and I looked at all the qualifying times, Obviously, I know there's a stupid balance of performance thing and everything in these hypercars at the moment, which makes no sense. But the Daytona prototypes were actually three seconds quicker than the hypercars. So that shows you the big mistake that uh, WEC is making at the moment. Um, interesting start to the championship, though. Alpine won. Amazing. One of the Toyotas crashed. Not good. But it sets up the championship pretty nicely. Um, Porsche were very quick in the GTs. Ferrari have just been knocked back again. I don't know what's going on. They need to sort out their classes. I love that. I love the World Endurance Championship and I love Le Mans. But until they get it right in terms of class performance and class variety, I'm not interested. What would I do? Hypercars need to be... You need, if you commit to... If you're a manufacturer or a team, you need to commit to a full season in the championship. You can't just dip in and out, as they've said. I don't think that's... I think that ruins the credibility of the championship and doesn't make it as competitive and just makes it as a stupid glorified test session because anyone can just drop in. I say, if you're signing up for the year like Peugeot have this time, they should do the full season. I don't mind extra cars being added for Le Mans because it's Le Mans and it makes it more interesting. And I like three-car teams. I think they're interesting. And we've seen, you know, shake-ups in the past. Remember 2015, Nico Hulkenberg and his crew won it and they were the third car entry by Porsche and they beat loads of competition in LMP1 that year. I mean, it was Audi, Toyota, Nissan, loads of independents. So I don't mind that. LMP2, they're playing around with the rules at the moment for manufacturers, aren't they? It's going to take a lot to beat a record, isn't it? Because that car is immense. But it's an aged car and it's an aged rule set. Maybe they should rename it or rebrand it Hypercar Class 2 or something. Um, shake up the rules a little bit. Maybe, maybe... Only two manufacturers, and the cars can be quite different. I don't know. We'll see. GTs. 
arguably the last year for GTE spec cars. That's Grand Touring Endurance is the class that race at Le Mans. GT Pro, as we've seen so far in IMSA, is working in America. And even though the cars are the same in both classes, Pro and Atom, or GTD as they're called over there, it's still an interesting format. And I think GT3 cars should be pushed forward to race at Le Mans. I mean, why not? I mean, it'll open up the door for loads more manufacturers, loads more investment, and the cars can be used all over the world, so you might as well just use them and save yourself some money, and that'll keep that class going for years. I mean, we've still got manufacturers building new cars as we speak to enter GT3, and they have been recently announced, like the BMW. So why not just do that? So we'll have to see how they get on with that. IMSA was very interesting. Cadillac's their last sort of year in this format. Uh, no one's going to beat them, are they? Let's be honest. But very good racing all around. And I love Sebring. It was good to be back. They were supposed to go back last year, but it was good to be back. And Glickenhaus on the podium as well. Great stuff. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing Peugeot arrive later in the year. I know they pushed their programme back a little bit. But I'm very much looking forward to seeing them return. So moving away from endurance racing and stuff. Touring cars. The BTCC, the British Touring Car Championship. The one we all have been waiting for. And we're looking forward to getting going I can't wait I just can't believe how long we have to wait for the championship you know the season doesn't start till the end of April still another month away we haven't even had the media day and the media day's in less than a month now and we're still waiting for a load of stuff to be announced I mean one two three four five six seven eight seats left in the championship this year and there might be different car announcements you know, if there's not a new car announcement this year, it'll be the first time a new car has not been announced for, what, since 2011, 10, maybe later than that. Obviously, are we counting hybrid cars? If so, then we have hybrid cars. Of course, it's hybrid technology now. I expect if any team was going to release a new car, it'd be like Power Max Racing, maybe the new shape Astra or something different. They've got the like one of the oldest cars in the grid's been around since 2016, 2015 development. Needs to go. Needs to go. In terms of how the championship is looking at the far at the moment, very strong lineups, good grid so far. Great investment, you know, we have three sort of constructor entries from Ford, Toyota and BMW. Napa Racing have come on board with Motorbase. Toyota have got three cars now, so they're really pushing it. BMW brought over Jake Hill and uh, MB Motorsport and Rocket Sponsorship. These manufacturer teams are really taking it seriously this year. Some great lineups: Dan Camish is back, Ashley Sutton, Rory Butcher, Jelly, Turkington Hill. It's going to be great. Independence again, very strong. Um, Hyundai, we've got four of them. We have Accelerate, Chilton, Ingram, Butel, and Lloyd. Another strong lineup. Laser Tools Racing, three cars again. Moffitt, Patterson, Parfit, another pretty good lineup. Team Hard with the Coopers, four of them. Bobby Thompson's back, we've got Goff, Taylor Smith, and I expect Nicholas Hamilton to be in the last one. Car Gods with Cicely Motorsport, brought on George Gamble to race with Adam Morgan, that'll be good. Um, Team Dynamics are still looking for a third driver. Gordon Shen, I expect him to bounce back this year, it's very strong. Daniel Robottom came along strong last year, in the last two years. It's going to be good. Um, and Power Max Racing, I've got Michael Kreese's back. So a few drivers are back, they've got the money together. Um, but we're still waiting for a lot of drivers. What's Plato going to do? If he's going to retire, he'll retire. If he announces his retirement, whenever that will be, it will be at, I think, it will be at the end of a season. He'll, you know, go, he'll turn up at 
Brands Hatch and his car will be gold and it'll have like all his num all his race wins on there and his championships and he'll make a big not a big thing about it, but he'll he'll announce it in good time. I don't think he would announce it before a season starts. So I expect to still see him on the grid. I would do you know what? I would love to see him in one of those Toyotas. Um but I would also like to see him in a Honda, so maybe BTC racing or Toyota, I'm still looking at Matt Jackson to come back. They were supposed to come back over COVID, wasn't it? But it didn't happen. He may come back this year. Plenty of seats. Uh, and it would be nice to see Jade Edwards back as well. So we'll see. Uh, as long as Andy Neat isn't on the grid. But I don't think he will be. So thank God for that. Again, we still have to wait till the end of April, 23rd and 24th, to kick off at Donington. So plenty of time to wait and talk about this. Um, I mean, there isn't really a lot much going on at the moment. We've got Formula 1 this weekend, as previously mentioned. Apart from that, there isn't really a lot of motorsport kicking off. Everything is brewing and developing and arriving, you know. The, what we wait for, I think, is big motorsport enthusiasts, those who watch a variety of championships. Um, we wait for the European season, really when it all kicks off, when every weekend there's something on, you know, and then we've got, like, Monaco and Indy 500, and, you know, there's so many things going on. So until then, there isn't really a lot to talk about. But you shouldn't, like I said at the start, you shouldn't be afraid of the winter season. There is always something. It's just chipping away on it and arriving. Um, I wrote some reviews, like I said, about Formula 1 on my blog, so that's Blurred Blogs at wordpress.com. I wrote some stuff on there. Go ahead, go and have a look. Um, look at my review on Gran Turismo so far, Gran Turismo 7. Look at my speech on Formula 1 and comment, you know, like, share, see what you think. We're going to try and be more consistent with the podcasts. I'm going to try and do one every Friday. That's the plan. Friday is my sort of peaceful afternoon kind of time. I have a couple of hours where I can crack on with some work and stuff. So this will probably be the best time. Going back to Gran Turismo 7, as I mentioned, not really played it that much recently. I've, I've been quite busy, and it's not been easy to find some time and motivation to play, because I find a lot of the stuff at the moment, you're doing these sort of car challenges uh, to win cars and to progress the game, and they're just a bit stale, a bit boring. They're all the same, you know, do a race, do a race, just do a race, and then some of them are quite long as well, and you're driving not-so-quick cars around long tracks, and it's just a bit, even for me, it's getting a bit boring. Not really touched online much. Tuning's kind of affected it quite a bit. Doesn't really interest me. But I will look into it. I will find some time next week, hopefully, and, and crack into the game. I wrote a full review anyway. Well, a sort of early thoughts review of the game uh, on my blog uh, recently. So, yeah, go check that out on the blog. Blur Blogs uh, at WordPress.com. Also, come check us out on Twitter. That's Blur underscore podcasts on Twitter. Come give us a shout. We're always looking to talk, we're invested in the community and interest. So, you know, come come over and have a chat, see what you think. The, progressing forward with the podcast, there are a few things to talk about. So we'll have loads of motorsport coming up. Um, hopefully, like I said, last week we're going to be talking to some Twitch streamers. And some other friends of mine have been on the show before. And people that have genuine love for motorsport and interest will be talking to us as well. So we'll have some nice conversations. And then there's loads of other stuff I was thinking of talking about, like defunct racing championships that have been around that aren't so much that have gone now, and uh, my favourite racing cars from each manufacturer, and there's, there's plenty of material. 
So we're going to be moving forward with that strongly, hopefully, and build up a sort of portfolio and a community where people can come over and talk and just have fun. Most communities, especially when talking about sport or politics, do turn toxic at times. But that's because we're so passionate. That's because we love what we we do and we all think we're right. We all want to see um, championships in cars and teams and drivers progress forward. So that's fine. And I'm always up for a conversation, even if I'm wrong. It's fine. So yeah, go check out uh, blogs, go check out other podcasts, check us out on social media. Uh, next week we'll probably be talking more about Formula 1 what happened this weekend the, I assume there'll be a lot more news as well with other championships to talk about hopefully more touring cars because we are getting very close to that um, media day you know, only a couple of weeks away now so there'll be plenty of news to talk about that um, and yeah, enjoy keep enjoying motorsport uh, and you know, connect with the community that's all we ask thank you very much for listening I'll see you all next week